Today on Talking Cars, we drive two high-performance AMG models. One costs $60,000 more than the other. Is it really worth it? Plus, what's happening with BMW? With these models, has Mercedes-Benz become the ultimate driving machine? Next on Talking Cars. Welcome to Talking Cars. I'm Jake Fisher. I'm Gabe Shenhar. And we're in a very kind of special edition of Talking Cars here. We are going to be comparing two Mercedes-Benz AMG models. We are right now in the AMG GTS, and the other car will be the Mercedes-Benz C63 AMG. Tell us a little bit about the car we're in right now. Okay, so we're in a Mercedes uh, AMG uh, GT, which is a Mercedes uh, maybe late answer to the Porsche 911 and a bunch of other cars in this class, like the Jaguar F-Type, for instance. But uh, I mean, this car is uh, it's kind of uh, semi-exotic. It's uh, it's almost like a, a version of the uh, $200,000 uh, SLS with a gullwing doors and right. that, but this one is a $130,000, $140,000 car. It's a two-seater uh, uh, V8. So the SLS was kind of, it kind of takes the place of the SLS as being like the top level. The top halo car. The halo car Mercedes-Benz Mercedes sportiness, yeah. right? And the exactly. SLS had gullwing doors, it was a lot more money. Right. This is, actually some of the components of this are actually based on that. I yeah, think it's the car train is, is very, very similar, well, almost the same. Well, what, in the SLS they had the 6.2 liter big V8, right. and now they've gone to this uh, twin turbo V8 4 liter. And, um, you know, what, what, do you, what do you think about all these turbos going on all these cars? I mean, these well, would be a big displacement, it, right? I know, I mean, these used to be like, you know, 6.3 liter engines, V8s, now it's a 4 liter uh, twin turbo. Uh, it works I mean you get very very linear immediate 500 plus horsepower um, oodles of torque well one of the things that they did with this motor is right they took those turbos and they put them it's it's in the V right they're right there right right by the intake and it is there's no lag here right I mean this oh. feels like a normally aspirated car completely and, and sounds it and sounds like it most yeah. importantly I mean listen to that yeah. so I mean anybody who's kind of like Oh, these turbos aren't the same as the largest placement motors. You're missing nothing. Yeah, exactly. And this car is such a, I mean, there's some, something so, so visceral about this car. It's, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's just a fire breather of a monster. And the transmission oh, here, yeah. this isn't a conventional. <laughs> Tell us about the transmission. So yeah, the transmission is a dual clutch uh, automated manual. It's as if uh, it's a manual transmission for all intents and purposes inside, but you have a little robot doing the shifting for you, <laughs> doing it very well. I it might does. Add. It does. It really does. Like, we've seen some of these transmissions; they're kind of goofy. And it, the it's, Nissan GTR, the Nissan GTR. Yeah, it gets a little exactly uh, <laughs> out of sorts, but uh, this is, is just this is fantastic, too well. especially for a track. You know, I mean, you got that big long hood in front of you. Um, I, I almost feel like I'm sitting in the back seat of a sedan here. Yeah, I mean, it's basically a, it's like a Mercedes kind of Corvette, you know. But they do it for a reason, right? They're doing it for weight balance. Right. I mean, this is essentially so, yeah, the, a, the V8 is kind of mounted almost midship. Uh, right. It's basically almost so, a mid-engine yeah. car. So 
what do you think? We both had this out here before. We were taking around the track. We've driven it. I mean, what do you think about ride handling, steering? So yeah, I mean, the, the car. I mean, handling. I mean, the car has just incredible abilities, and you know, yep. the grip is phenomenal. And even at the limit, I mean, you can play with it. It's all nice and gradual. Um, but that said, I mean, this car is not for the faint of heart. Um, don't get me wrong. I mean, this is serious car is the real thing here yep so um, and ride uh, you know it's it's not gonna beat you up completely I mean of course it's not uh, don't expect like a Mercedes S-Class type of plushness uh, here but we're talking what $140,000 so typically equipped uh, with some uh, typical options I mean you got to get the suede steering wheel that's uh, you got to get the suede that's that's, that's nice yeah. so what we're gonna do is we're gonna get out of this and get into its little brother, the C63 AMG and the C63S, which right. actually has the same heart, right? right? I mean, it's basically the same engine, it's the same transmission, right. very, very similar, but the price is a lot less. It's about, right. what? It's $80,000. $80,000 yeah. instead of about 140. Yeah. And uh, we're gonna drive that and see which ones we like better. Yeah. So the C63 AMG uh, is another product from uh, AMG, which is uh, you know Mercedes uh, in-house uh, high-performance boutique, and uh, this car kind of competes with the BMW M3, of course, and the Cadillac ATS-V. Uh, super sport, high-performance car without really telling the whole world about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's amazingly understated, right? I mean, yeah. the exterior of it looks pretty similar to the C300 that right, we I mean, tested. It's, it's, uh, that's the beauty of it. I mean, you have the same kind of uh, powertrain as the AMG GT. Right. You know, 500 plus horsepower, and yet you run incognito here. Well, in addition to that, right, you're saving a bunch of money. You have a lot of similar components, right? I mean, there are some differences with steering. A lot of people talk about hydraulic versus electric steering. What do you think? Are you driven them both around uh, the track? Well, Is there a big yeah, difference? I mean, I, there is. Uh, I, I think I like the, the smaller footprint of this car and the pointability of it. Uh, I think the, uh, the huge uh, AMG footprint and V8 and sitting low is, I don't know, it's, I have, maybe it's because I have less sympathy for two-seater cars that cost $140,000. Right, right. But uh, with this car, I mean, having that kind of fun, I mean, and having such incredible capability right uh in a four-door sedan like that just a, that, that whole concept really really talks to me yeah no i i totally agree with the game i mean okay maybe the steering isn't quite as razor sharp as as the uh the gt and you know it doesn't have the same balance of the gt right the gt right. you're sitting in the back seat and you just got that long hood and it's probably better for aft but this thing feels smaller you're right you know it doesn't it does, have that huge yeah. hood I feel like around this track, you can just kind of pinpoint the thing. Right. It's tighter. I mean, the the seats are very similar, actually, right? The front seats, except I got a rear seat now too. I can throw yeah. my kids in this thing. But you got the performance. It just I can't help remember the uh, previous generation C63. Oh, yeah, that hydraulic steering. Yeah. That was just incredible. I was, uh, by the way, uh, a normally aspirated V8, not right. the turbo. Six point two. Yeah. 
So uh, yeah, you know, I I, totally, I kind of missed that car. I, I I totally agree with you. And the funny thing is, I missed that car not for the reason I thought I would. I thought I was gonna miss that car because I like that big displacement V8, no turbocharged, that grunt. This has got all the grunt and all the sound to it. I, I got a dirty little secret for about, about Mercedes, you know, comparing these two cars, comparing that AMG uh, GT and the C63. You know what? On the track, this one's more fun. And not it just is. because it's smaller, but because it's more playful. It's easier to drive this car out the limit. It's got all that weight up front. You know, it's just more docile, it's more playful. I mean, um, it, it'll rotate, you know, no on a dime. There we go. Uh. <laughs> it, but it, but it's, it's so easy to do so that. Easy. Whereas, I mean, I, I guess if I was racing someone around, you know, going for lap times around the Nürburgring, sure, the AMG GT, okay, that's your, yeah, that's your weapon. That's not guaranteed. <laughs> well, but, but this car, th yeah. this is a, such a blast. It gives you 99% of the fun and, yeah. you know, without the showiness. So you got to figure out, you know, is it extra $60,000 worth it to, you know. Well, it's all about the, the styling and the, the exclusivity. And the image, yeah. uh, I mean, here you're just driving another C-Class, which, you know, your neighbor probably is leasing for $2.99 <laughs> a month. Right, uh, right, right, right. C300. But, um, you know, uh, with the AMG GT, I mean, you have a real sensual-looking car. I mean, it's a sleek piece of machinery. It's so what, a, what's your car? Um, for me personally, it's going to be this one. I mean, the, the C63 AMG is just, uh, uh, that's that's my car. I mean, that's yeah, I I, mean, I, I, such a high-performance car that doesn't really beat you up, giving you all the luxury. I mean, it doesn't get better than that. Really. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think this is the enthusiast car. You know, I mean, if you're really just into the performance and you're into what it does, this is your car. If it's, you know, if you want to have that image, you want to have that look, yeah, you uh, know what? You double spend... downshift was just awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's really incredible. I mean, it's yeah. such a blast to drive this car. You know, and it, what, what the other interesting thing about it is where Mercedes-Benz has gone. Exactly. That's so interesting because look at BMW and their Halo high-performance car. It's now the i8, which is an electric hybrid three-cylinder kind of thing. It's all high-tech. And uh, it just uh, looks like... Uh, might be a Tesla competitor, right? Whereas the AMG GT is like an old-school muscle car, basically. Right, you know? right, uh, right. I mean, I, I love it, but you know, is Mercedes-Benz like uh, hasn't realized that the game has changed? Maybe uh, what's going on here? Well, or maybe the BMW is changing the game too quick. I mean, BMW is always the enthusiast choice, and now Mercedes-Benz. I mean. You know, if, if you're not paying attention, Mercedes-Benz, oh, they make, you know, refined, solid, you know, conservative cars. I guess they still do, right? They still do. Yeah. But, um, no, they, they're not making these three-cylinder, you know, hybrids. They're for, right. for, for performance cars. Yeah, BMW kind of uh, quietly really switched modes here. And right. they're all high-tech and uh, futuristic. Yep. And Mercedes-Benz is the more visceral choice here. So is, so is Mercedes-Benz the enthusiast choice now between Mercedes-Benz and BMW? Well, I don't know, because Porsche is still Porsche, you know? <laughs> Porsche is still Porsche, yeah. yes. Yeah. <clears throat> so, I mean, it's, it's a good question, but I mean, that might be for another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, this has been awesome. Thank you for putting yeah. up with my driving. Oh, 
like of delight. I could do it all day. <laughs> all right. Well, that's it from us and Talking Cars. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time. <laughs>